Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C., and we are fresh off the pump premiere. Yes, this is season eight, episode one. If you're new here, we are a podcast about all things Vanderpump Rules, and we kind of consider ourselves like a support group of for like watching the show. Um, we talk about everything, we dissect scene by scene, and we are fair. Yeah. We don't kiss up to the cast members, and we aren't um, mean in the way that we, you know, say things about their weight, etc., things like that, but we're fair. We like, we... We may comment on their outfits, because that's a personal choice. Yes. Um, but not body shaming. Um, but... Also, if you guys want to um, join our Facebook group, I was going to pin this actually that post I did with like highlighted episodes. That's a good idea. Yeah. So you can go see some like the more noteworthy. If I mean, if you don't want to go back through all the seasons and listen to every podcast, there's some noteworthy ones like our we're the only ones that got the interview with Faith. Um, we got Brittany's ex in Kentucky and some interesting characters yeah. on there. So we've been in the game for many years now, so you can go back and check all of our um, past interviews that we've done. But um, if you're new here, welcome. Welcome to the Vanderpump Rules Party family. Yeah. So our Facebook group is Vanderpump Rules Party. Join it. It's private, closed. Um, so it's it's very exclusive for the VPR family. And then if you guys want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, it's Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram. On Twitter, it's VPR Party Podcast. And then Sarah is at Pumpers Nation, like Bachelor Nation, but only Pumpers Nation for all of you pumpers out there on both Instagram and Twitter. And yeah. And who are we? We're just two friends that like Vanderpump Rules. We came together to do this podcast and here we are. Cool. Um, with that, we like to shout out um, we've got a lot of loyal listeners and loyal members in our group. So been liking to shout out some birthdays that we are aware of. And if you know, you want a shout out, or if it's your birthday, we just didn't know, let us know. But this week, I want to say happy birthday to Misty M. It's actually today, January 7th. So happy birthday today which you probably won't hear it till tomorrow. So happy belated birthday in that case. Um, Tori G, we know Tori very well. Her birthday is tomorrow, which, well, let's just say Wednesday. Um, Happy birthday, Janae B and Jamie B. Those are on the 9th. Um, And a little special shout out to Ryan M., who I do not believe listens to the podcast, but his wife does. Oh. His birthday's tomorrow as well. All right. I believe you know him. Who? Ryan M. I have no idea who Ryan M is. <laughs> oh. You've, you've met him several times. Oh, oh. I'm like, oh my God, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's Lolly's husband. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lolly. Uh, okay. Also, I want to do a little correction from last week. You know, it's minor, but when we were talking about the Australia fires and I was saying how Sheena posted the links on how to give, <laughs> and I meant to say Ariana, but somehow it slipped out as Lala. But in my head, it was Ariana, and that is who did it. So shout out to Ariana for also posting the links, not Lala. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Very important correction. Sometimes these get buried on the back page of the newspaper. I wanted to put it out there up front. Nice. So before we get into the episode, I mean, you guys, well, those that are not on social media, maybe you missed this, but a Ferrari crashed into pump, like broke the whole glass and everything. But yet, Ken said they were going to stay open in the back. That's nice. Little... I like that. Okay. Um, and then t- page six reported, they, they had a little clip of him, but then I heard it was edited. But they have Ken in the background going, I want to get as much publicity out of this as we can. But then his PR agent said, oh, they cut what he actually said. He said, I want to get as much publicity out of this that by the grace of God, nobody was severely injured. LOL. That doesn't like flow. No. Like, that's not like a real statement. I don't think it's bad. The first thing that he said. I mean, he was fantastic when like TMZ was out there interviewing him and he was very calm, cool and collected. He's like, I'm just happy no one was hurt. And these things happen. No problem. Like he wasn't the guy wasn't drunk or anything. Mm -hmm. He was very well, I'm sure the guy didn't want to crash his car. You know, like it'd be one thing if it was like a old Camry that hit the restaurant. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I'm not sure I'm buying that uh, PR statement. It just, that statement no, doesn't work. No, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't think that it's, like, he should. I mean, it's it's kind of funny, you know? And I think it's kind of cool that they weren't, like, you know, holding their head like they had a big headache that this happened. Like, it was kind of nice that they were possibly being, like, a little bit understanding. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to be. Yep. So last night they had the cast premiere party launch um, and it was at Hyde and there was Too Short. Are you a fan of Too Shorts? Too Short? Too Short? Yeah. It was funny because I think James was videoing Jeremy and he's like, what'd you think of Too Short? And he's like, I don't know. I couldn't see him. I couldn't see him. He was too short. It was funny. Yeah. (laughs) That's like a really bad joke. I Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that Jeremy would make a joke like that. I thought he'd have more respect. Yeah. Is that, is is he like name shaming or height shaming? I mean, yeah, that's not cool. I'm surprised. I mean, yeah, it's a funny joke, but it's like, I don't know. Um, The guy came and performed at your party. I thought it was a random choice, but okay. And then they like, it turned into karaoke later. Yeah. I like that Raquel wore the same dress that she's wearing in confessionals because that just shows like, hey, you are like just respectful of clothing and mm-hmm. you're not just tossing it like you can't be seen. In an I like that too. Again. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Two like high profile things. So yeah. Good for her. I heard that Danica, one of the new cast members, the manager at Sir, got arrested after the party. Um, I think she went, they said she went to Rocco's after the party. I I mean, this is allegedly, I'm not saying for sure it's Danica. That is the rumor. Some people saw some videos and it was her being escorted off to like to a cop car or in handcuffs or something. And then Jack said on watch what happens live that it was, yes, a female cast, new cast member, as he refers to her as just some girl, because we know he has her blocked because Danica was at the book signing I went to with Tom and Ariana, and she said she and Jax are not fans of each other, which Hmm. makes me love her. Yeah. But he said, so 
apparently, like, she went into Rocco's and her ex-boyfriend was there with, like, two girls and she freaked out. I don't know. That's what Jax is putting out there. I don't know what's true. I don't know if she really was arrested. Um, Julia was going to look into it tomorrow because she can look up, like, arrest records and, like, if someone has a hearing and shit like that. So we'll we'll look into this. Yeah, cool. And what? Oh, Randall gave a speech at the premiere party. Like, why? 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 I heard I heard about that too. Speaking of Randall, he posted a super awkward selfie with Brad Pitt and Lala, like jumping in on the side. Brad Pitt looks very uncomfortable. Um, we've heard that this is very like kind of a tacky thing to do when you're you know an industry person at an industry event you don't go and do that Mm -hmm. um and it 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 was pretty awkward but randall was also just doing his classic selfies you know with and then he's like there's marty and marty like martin scorsese he's like way off in the background and randall's doing one of his you know that really good angle he does yeah holds the phone up and you just it's a great angle for him. Yes. And he's like, there he is. There he is. It's like, yeah, it's 50 feet away. It's, it's so sad. But yeah, why Why did he um, give a speech? I don't know. Oh, he also posted about the Golden Globes. He's like, win or loose. I'm just blessed to be nominated. Like win or loose, not loose. Uh, so he's, we all know he's been hanging around with Jax a lot. Clearly Jax is rubbing off on him. Yeah. Right down to the spelling. Kind of sad. So he was not at the big big boy table at the Golden Globes. Aw. But he was nominated. That's all that matters. He would have been like probably pushing like little old ladies up there like if they won, like elbowing people. Get me up there. Get me up there. <laughs> I wonder if he would have selfied on the stage, oh. like on the acceptance, you know, stage. 100%. Storied it. I'm not stage. Um, so he is, we were talking about bridesmaids because Jax is in both Randall's wedding and Stassi and Bo's wedding. And Stassi confirmed she has nine bridesmaids. She said she doesn't know if Kristen will even be invited to the wedding. Now, Holly thinks this bullshit. And Holly, you said you believe Kristen is a bridesmaid because we were trying to figure out who the nine are. And I know for sure there's Sheena Menina, her friend from New Orleans, mm-hmm. that owes raw Republic juice or whatever. You're welcome for the shout out, Sheena Menina. Alex, her other friend from New Orleans. Right? Mm-hmm. Taylor Strucker, we know for sure. Katie, um, obviously her sister, Georgie. Mm-hmm. Brittany's in for sure. I'm assuming Lala. Mm-hmm. So that leaves a couple more. Now I had, I, I think Rachel and O'Brien is out for sure. Cause she basically said she, Stassi never really talks to her anymore. Yeah. And that allegedly someone caused a rift that is like Stassi's BFF named Lowe. Rachel did not name Lowe, but it's pretty obvious. I think Lowe possibly may be a bridesmaid. I say no way. And you said no way to Jackie Schimmel. I don't think so. I don't think Jenny Shimmel would do it. She'd be like, fuck that. Baby wants to party. I don't want none of that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm sure she's invited. But yeah. yeah, I don't think she's in the So party. you think it's Kristen and then who else? 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Kristen would have been make eight. So then there's and one other family, some, 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 someone. Hmm. I don't think her brother's married or anything like that. Yeah. All right. Well, TBD. I mean, one hundred percent. It is Kristen. I. I'm not going to like ruin it for everybody by going on my rant right now. Actually, I will. And um, for you new people that are listening, um, this is what we do. Kind, This is like our format. We usually like re um, kind of go over social media stuff and then we'll cover the episode. Um, but yeah, this came up about the the bridesmaids and I. It's 100 percent Kristen. They're going to make us wonder. We're going to say, Oh my gosh, like at the reunion, they're not in a good place. Like what's going on? This is so sad. Stassi will cry. It'll be a thing. Kristen will cry. And then we'll like the um, wedding special will come on and it's going to be, oh, they made up like and then the friends will be back together. They'll cheers. Stassi and her will have a moment crying at the wedding. There'll be some sort of like lead up to it. Like mm-hmm. it probably they'll even announce she's not one. She is n- absolutely not one. Like we're Sandoval we're not lying about this. Like it's the truth. And then she will come uninvited like she does to every event. And Stassi will say, I'm glad you came. And that will be it. Will you be a bridesmaid? Yeah. We have a dress for you. And she'll say, I already got it. You know, because she's like <laughs> a, like a psycho, you know, so she already ordered it. <laughs> Actually, that's good. Yeah. That is there you Kristen go, producer Jerry. I did your job for you. <laughs> We've already wrapped season nine. It's in the bag. Yeah. We've already edited out the storylines. So go take a vacation with your kids. And I mean, it is going to be season nine is going to be great because um, they have a great like mother of the bride. Dana is yeah. going to be a total like yes with all the shit show. festivities she's like- going to melt down she's like still heavily drinking did you see um like some of her stories from last night so no. she's like they were like at Katie's house or something either waiting for them to come home or whatever she's hammered and storying like the ceiling like she like <laughs> it was like three stories of her I'm not kidding like the camera was pointed like at the ceiling and she's just like talking about like some snack that she's eating she's just like not her blah, boobs. Blah, 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 <laughs> you know just like hammered it's great great content not her cleavage this time no speaking of um IG stories so Jax went live on IG today and then Stassi it's 11:11 by the way make wish Stassi just to like irritate him uh, well, she tried to join his, but he doesn't know how to do that. So she started her own and like stole all of Jack's Jax's followers, which was hilarious because you could see people on there going, did everyone just leave Jax's to come over here? And Jack's getting all mad. He's like, God damn it, Jossie, just let me have this. Come on. You know, but what I found interesting is when I logged on or when I watched it, one of the first comments that came up was producer Jerry Ocastasi was on there with no makeup, which kind of irritates me later when she rips on Kristen for not having makeup on because she's like come on, I at least put blush on it's like well not today you didn't because you didn't have a stitch of anything on which is fine uh, but she's like I'm so hungover so the first comment I see is producer Jerry on the live story how can you be how can you be hungover we didn't even go to the after party lame and uh I'm just like so Jack started his IG story first why aren't you on Jax's You know, like, it's just, why is he in hers and not his? 
It just goes with my theory. Like I literally pictured him like at home. It's his day off after the launch party. He's holding his baby. He sees you ding. Stassi's live. He like literally throws the baby across the room. <laughs> like coffee shoots out of his mouth and he's like, <gasps> he's like starts foaming at the mouth. Like his cappuccino's foaming out of his mouth. Cause it's like his beloved is now live. And he, you know, it's like he was going to have to go the day without her, but thankfully. I screen recorded some of that um, that live, so I can post that for you guys to see um, what sc- was going on. Yeah, Stassi was did very... You his? I screen recorded hers. Oh, but- I did hers. Um, yeah, I did hers. Because I just have him on Twitter. I, I haven't created another IG to follow him. It's just not that important to me when everybody else does it. Yeah. But you guys, if he does IG story, please screen record and post. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have to go create an IG. Yeah. <laughs> um, Because he, he threw out some, well, I don't know. A couple of people said he didn't really throw out anything interesting, but it was funny because he, Stassi was trying to add into his, but he just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. How to add her. So they were at Watch What Happens Live, like getting ready. And he's like, hold on, let me go ask Brittany. And he's like, knock, knock, knock. He's like, can I come in? And she's like, what? I'm getting ready. He's like, I just, how, how, do you, how do you do this IG thing? I just, I need to add Stassi. And she's like, Stassi. Uh, she's like, I'm getting ready. I don't want anyone to see me in the mirror on your story. I'm, I'm not ready. He's like, no one's even looking at you, Brittany. It was funny. Because she's pregnant. She's not pregnant. She's. Stopped working out. She sits in a fucking sauna. You can't tell me that she did not have a major different look right now. Like she did. A, a non-Botoxed, something was weird look. However, did you see his shopping cart in the last week or two? Did yeah, you it see could her? Explain, it could explain her not feeling good and wanting to eat junk. They just eat it all the time. That Their own cast members said and they always have a nonstop supply of certain things like their Dean's French onion dip and... Her pantsless pizza ordering. I don't know. I don't believe it. My theory was, and I think Michaela said this too, now with Stassi and Lala's wedding, they're, you know, just like them, those guys last year, we didn't want to like be pregnant for Britney's wedding because we want to party. And Britney confirmed that on Watch What Happens Live. She's like, I mean, she didn't say the partying thing, but we all know it's the partying thing. She's like, I don't want to be stuck here like Phoebe on Friends, you know, not be able to travel to Rome. So I believe it for that reason. Okay. But okay, we'll stick with your theory that she's pregnant. I mean, I don't know. I just, I... What do you guys think? Just look at the drink on, like, that. Um, her drink was water, and, and the girl with no jobs... Instagram, she like takes a video of her not knowing she's sitting in the makeup chair. She stands up for a second and just look. I mean, I do know. Oh, I didn't see that. I do know that, um, you know, I mean, like, of course, like the stomach area is always a problem for girls. So like, that's not like, I'm not like trying to be like, she's pregnant because she's fat. And I'm just like the timing. We all know she's trying to get pregnant. So I'm just on like pregnancy watch with Brittany. Um, so I'm just, you know. Just, I mean, something it, looked very different tonight. If this she was, was not Britney's normal look. She was very, and she's been like very like hiding her her midsection lately. 
Yeah, but I did see her in a sauna like within the last week or two, and you can't do that when you're pregnant. Yeah, you're right. But if she is like two months along, she could deliver then and go to Rome. That'd be crazy. I mean, yeah, she could. I'm sure she would. I mean, it's her job. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. Um, That's it. You want to jump into the episode? Yeah, let's jump in. All right. So, um, yeah, they kind of, we talked about a lot of this on the previous podcast because it was the first look, you know, about. Yeah, um, I was a little, I mean, I guess, I don't know why I wasn't ready for like a repeat of a lot of the things that I saw, but um, it was kind of like, I was like twitching in my seat watching what I'd already watched last week. Right. And you know, I, and it was still good, but um, I don't really have any comments about that because we've kind of commented it out. Yeah, we, you guys, we did a podcast a couple of days ago on the first look, which is like the first seven minutes of this episode. Um, but there, it was also a little repetitive too because they showed this episode at BravoCon and a lot of people videotaped it. So we've seen a lot of these clips before and commented on them. Every time um, like that we start a season there's a couple of things that always like bother me when like because Sarah and I watch the episodes in a different way because we're dissecting like every single scene and things will bother me um, because we follow social media and everything like that. When I see these scenes that they decide to keep in the episode to tell their story, it starts triggering things in my mind. And right away, I want to like go like correlate these dates to when they filmed this. Like, did this tr- like did the Stassi grandma thing like really happen during this time? And did she truly stop to film with Lisa to talk about the death happening like that day? And then they had another call time to film them going to the airport. Like you're telling me they did two separate days on mm. that all during a time of sorrow and book touring. And that's a good point. Like, cause I'm sure that just by looking at like Tom Tom's page, we could probably see exactly the day she was there. So if I probably not tonight, cause I'm going to be so tired, but maybe tomorrow I will do a deep dive on the dates and like try to match up her outfit and yeah. And do a timeline of episode one. I think that's interesting. I don't know if anyone else cares, but it really bucks me. Yeah. Because that's just them recreating scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know they have to like paint a story, but like that, it just felt weird. And that's kind of my theme for this whole episode. I feel Sarah and I kind of talked about this in our last episode where we're meeting these new people, but they are quickly laying out their story to where I feel a little rushed and I feel um, like it's like... I don't know. It's like when someone is like laying out like they owe you like, you know, a thousand dollars and they're laying out the hundreds like one, two, three, four. It's like that. It's like, here we go. Line it up. And here's the whole story. It's like, well, it's like, hi, I'm Dana. I work at TomTom, but I've been poached at Sir. By the way, I slept with the boss last night. And he reminds me later, remember, I hired you. And also last year I was with. Yeah. And then Peter. Yeah. And then Peter come up to me and ask me like, like, remember that time? Yeah. Let's tie me in more. And yeah, we'll get we'll get into that when we get 
to that scene. But. Yeah. Okay. So. So they're basically like, okay, we already recapped on, you know, Max. Oh, uh, well. Oh, wait. Max- I have to say one more thing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I, that um, caught my mind about the timeline of this is the fact that they're show they're filming Tom Tom with the red flowers in there. And you and I have been there many times before oh. with no red flowers. The, the red flowers are a new thing. So. Hmm suddenly like like there should be a ton of footage with white flowers and the the succulents right why why is it starting with the red flowers like that literally was this year yeah yeah let's go back and look at our photos yeah let's go back okay sorry um so they talked about you know how max is a player and he hooks up with the girls at tom tom and dana's like well i'm going to sir so it doesn't matter he's like well i've hooked up with a lot of girls at sir too it's just like you he just seems gross, sleazy. Like a lot of girls, like I can see, like, oh, my ex girlfriend works at Sir, so that could be awkward. But it's like, no, I've hooked up with a lot of girls at Sir too. It's just like, mm. are you is um like Max Moyer type or Brett Moyer type? Um, I do not physically. I initially liked Brett more, but his personality to me seems so disgusting that they both repulse me. I don't have to go with T. Sandy at the premiere party last night with his like clear glasses. He just looked very distinguished. All I'm right. starting to get it, Heather. Um, yeah, I, neither. But looks wise, Brett is more attractive to me. But he's just becoming less and less attractive the more I get to know him. Yeah, I obviously like I need more information, but like my first. Same exact feeling. I, I was like, oh, I like Brett. But then like I have like kind of like how I feel like how Dana was saying like I have like a little I may have like a little flirt to heavy flirtation with Max. I don't know why. Like he just gives that like I always kind of like a challenge of like a slut guy, mm-hmm. you know, because then you can like it's just fun because, you know, like you can like I like that game. I love the game. Yeah. At this point, I'm really leaning towards Carter. <laughs> Even if I have to pay his bills. <laughs> I just like his personality, which we always call him a dud and no personality. I think I'm liking the no personality better than any of these douchebags. Yeah, I am kind of with you. <laughs> he's he's really grown on me. <laughs> so, all right. So then Jack starts whining about T. Sandy not texting him back and he's like no Schwartz is going to be my only best man and um, and then they pan over to Sandoval talking about how it's ridiculous because Jax is like talking about this pre-bachelor party that he didn't even know about no one involved him in the planning of it and he said the only weekend I can't do it is this weekend and that's when they planned it. And he said he bought a ticket to go see his mom for Mother's Day. Can you remind me, like, what was this? What, what? It was in LA and it was just all of Jax's friends that nobody knows. Okay. It was like Michigan people. Okay. And just like non TV people. Okay. You know, his Outback Boys Lunch. Yes. His Saturday are for the boys okay. crew. Okay. He, he posted a bunch of pictures. I think they were like the Belmont. I think they went to like the on Dawes or something like that or sky bar and it was just a, a bunch of dudes with beards um 
And I think Randall went to that one. Now, do what did you think about... Like, I thought it was a pretty good reason that he had had this trip planned for... Tom had had this trip planned for a long time to go see his mom for Mother's Day. Like, I feel like that's, like, a fair thing. Legit, yeah. Um, and something that you also could work around. Like, if you were like, oh, okay, you're going out of town that week. Like, let's find a different day that works forever. I mean, I know it's a lot of people to plan around, but... Um, yeah. I don't know. I felt like it was a really good excuse, but I also... It's also, like, a interesting reason where it's kind of like a knife in the side of Jack's because he's not getting along with his mom on Mother's Day. Yeah. So of course he could plan something on that day because he... I remember that weekend too because I remember everyone was like, why isn't Tom there? He's really not the best man because he was in St. Louis. Can Can we check those pictures to see if it truly was Mother's Day weekend? Yeah. Okay. Because he did post a lot. See, there's another timeline. Yeah. Okay. Um... So then we go to Lisa and Stassi and Lisa's kind of like, she's so proud of Stassi, but she also shades her at the same time by like, oh, she's a New York Times bestseller. Um, It's like basic bitches or bitchy basic something Uh, like she totally shades the title of the book. Um, And she talks to her about her grandma dying and then she's like, well, let's talk about people. And so they talk about Kristen and Stassi's just like, I just like can't be friends with someone like, oh, and I'm growing into this woman and like, she's not growing at all. And I just can't do that. And I'm like triggered by liars. So that's the second reference. So that's the first time the liar thing. And then Lala says it later. And I'm like, Lala, oh, Lala, Lala craves the truth. And she hates liars. And I'm like, hmm, let's go back a couple seasons, shall we? It's like, I am not with a married man. I, he didn't like when she just lied about everything. That wasn't my Range Rover. Okay. I, I feel like we have to bring this up to like make, because I feel like this isn't making sense. This whole like Kristen thing, it doesn't make sense, but on Stassi's podcast, like, I don't know, what was it, a couple weeks ago, she actually, like, completely addressed this whole rift, and I feel like it makes more sense when you correlate it to the Kardashians. So she brought up the, she was talking about Kourtney Kardashian and how Kim and Chloe called her out for not being honest completely on the show when they are filming and then keeping her life private and, um... You know, like having this other life where it's like kind of protected and she has like her own moments and Kim and Chloe were feeling like it wasn't fair because they don't get to have that. And, you know, she kind of threw her hands up and it's like, well, that's your choice. Like you, you know, and they're like, no, it's like we're like doing our job and you're not. You'll have to do it the way we do it. Yeah. And um, Stassi, I felt I truly like could hear in her voice that like she really felt like that correlated to their show. So let's let's say that that's the truth. Let's say that Stassi has bled out for the show with all of her relationships and Bo and Katie has with Tom. Like, have you... Which she really doesn't, but she has via, like, rage texts and, like, their fights. Yeah. 
But like a lot, I she's, just, she keeps a lot to herself. Like but. has Kristen, I just wonder like, do you think Kristen was presented with an opportunity to show like Kristen, we want to see you guys fighting over the dog. Like we're going to come film. And she's like, no, I want to keep that private. Oh, I'm just wondering just, like, well, they've been like cutting her out for several seasons. And I yeah. think she filmed, we've heard like Ariana said, oh, we filmed all these scenes like her and Kristen and they cut it out. Yeah, because the producers and they don't and Lisa they don't want to see Kristen growing and making amends. They want to keep her in that crazy psycho box that they can pull out from time to time. Right. They don't want to see her expanding and growing. They want that for Stassi. You can't have two villains evolve and grow. Yeah, it's always one person's turn, which is it's just frustrating that. Yeah. So I think they're just not filming it or they're not putting it on. They're, it's left on the cutting room floor. Um, you know, I do think she protects Carter a lot, but like, don't they all like, look at how Stassi protected Patrick. Oh my gosh. I mean, or Lala Randall, Lala Randall. It's like not even comparable. Kristen airs out way more about Carter than those two. Um, so it, that, that doesn't line up or track for me. Um, and how many times has Katie cried about Schwartz and have we had concerns about him or basically every single person having concerns about the other one? It just seems yeah. bizarre that... Um, well, and Saucy, like... And, sorry, go ahead. So, and then also I feel like um, anytime that anyone actually has a moment with Carter... They like switch sides and then they're on his side. Yeah, like Lala kind of basically does later. She at least comes full half circle. Like, because, and I feel like that is how all of them have been, but they kind of did that with like Sheena and Shay too. Remember, like yeah. Schwartz played that card of being like, well, I kind of like him. I kind of get it. I don't know. Um, yeah, so this I is what they think do. It was, you know, for Saucy to say, to go to the extreme and saying Kristen's a liar and lying to her and she can't tolerate that. It's like, I don't know that she's lying. I think she's crying about her relationship, but then like going back and doing the same hookup thing, which as we said last podcast, a lot of relationships that happens. And the thing is, it's like Stassi, you yourself had said you were on off on off with Patrick for four years. Yes. So it eventually takes time to finalize that breakup. Well, 100%. And she like she misled her fans, everything. Yeah, she lied to her fans. Yeah. And then like, so Kristen and Carter, they're at that four year mark. So yeah, they've been on off the last year or so. So let it run its course, especially with her moving and him moving out to the buddy's house. It's like, that's going to help finalize things like allow her that time, that transition. It's like you had it with Patrick. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I guess I'm. I can tell the way like that they aren't, this isn't what they are fighting about. It truly is something else. And I'm sure that it has to do with filming, but I'm just like, what do you think she is really yelling at her about when she says you're lying? You're not being truthful. Do you think she's coming to the producers and saying, you guys, I'm single now. I'm so sad. Like, should we shoot something with that? And then like, she truly is like happy with Carter and that's where they're mad. Or like, I feel like they feel like they are being deceived about something and it's just, it's not adding up. I don't know. And I don't know what it could be. All of that I see on the surface level is Stassi's just annoyed right now because she can't be bothered with a friend 
in need. Like I don't have time or the interest to be your shoulder to cry on right now. And maybe Kristen's like guilting her like, well, I was there for you. And it's annoying Stassi. So she's turning it around. I don't know. I'm, it's just a theory just based on like the her Rachel thing that I don't know. It's just a, just a theory. Yeah, I'm with you. So I don't know. It, it just seems like there it needs to, to be this extreme as far as the friendship breakup. It seems like there has to be something more than this. That's what I'm. Yeah, I, yeah. I and it's frustrating that they are leaving it out. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know. So I, I hope that we, we get to uncover that somehow. So there sure were a lot of Stasi scenes. It felt like every time we panned back, it's Stasi and Bo, Stasi and Bo. And I'm like, oh God, PJ. I, yeah, um, I missed James this episode. And, um, yeah. I, so I'm not going to lie. I thought that it was going to be, I thought the edit was going to be, strongly Brittany and Jax's wedding, uh-huh. the preparation for that, and the Stassi bow thing would come in strong towards like Later. the second half. Yeah. But to see that they're going to start the story right now with them is like I'm starting to, like I'm panicking actually. Like it's yeah. giving me a lot of anxiety and... Like, um, the whole scene with her and Bo and she's like, they're talking about the funeral, but she's like, she does her whole shtick, which I've heard on her podcast yes, like three times. I wrote that down. I'm like, we, you can't recycle Repeat. your podcast your content. content. Like where you like said something like kind of funny and then. I want a haunted house theme funeral. I want to be taxidermied so people can take selfies with them. She said all this on her podcast. She did a whole thing. Yes. And the people listening to your podcast Watch the show, Stassi. You know That's what it's why like? they listen to your podcast. You know what it's like? I went to see, um, well, I'm not even going to say who it was, but I went to see someone who has a, like a Netflix special and a podcast. Mm-hmm. And they literally did the same set that is on Netflix. And I'm sorry, but I would rather just stay in my living room and watch that than hear you do this. I've heard the jokes like I'm a fan of yours. So you you can't do that. You have to. Yeah. You have to switch it up a little bit. And I feel like um, when I left that show, I was like, she thinks that I'm stupid. Like she thinks that I like am either coming here not knowing her or like that, like just to waste my time. Like that's it's it's not cool. I'm glad you caught that too, because I mean, the only funny part was when she's like, yeah. And you know, like Sheena will like move my body just to make sure she gets her good side or whatever. Like that was the only funny part about it because I've already heard this whole shtick on her podcast several times. Yeah. So yeah, it just, you can't, and and just like the icicle thing she ripped off from Jackie Schimmel that she told on her podcast. Then she told on that, remember that show they interviewed her on like yeah. serial killers she used it then and well, then she used it on her her digital series the yeah whole icicle thing yes i and i also feel like um she keeps on like pointing things out about herself like she'll say oh like i'm like i kind of have to like get over like the whole like murder thing or like you know uh haunted house thing because now suddenly like everyone is into that like it's not even cool anymore <laughs> it's not even like my own thing she discovered it um but it's just like 
she even calls her own self out, but then she still does. I don't know. I, it just. That part infuriates me because she was like in high school and I was already watching all of those shows. So basically Stassi copied Sarah. (laughs) So step off, step off Tanisha style. Yeah, (laughs) totally. No, but not just me. Like everyone I know, all of my friends, many of my sisters, like just, we all watch that stuff and that's fine. That makes us basic. Cool. Well, I mean, don't it, say, I like, mean, she needs to you, step off now because if it's... you list like entertainment and shows, that's kind of the most popular thing. It's the biggest 100%. hit shows, podcasts. Like it's that's what people like. The podcast genre in that area is just like massive. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. very popular. There's a reason Dateline has been on for like forty fucking years. Exactly. Like it's just yeah. like. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> So then they start talking about the houses and they're really stussing about they're really- sorry. Can I, can I go back really quick? I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, did you notice on um, the part where like Raquel's tiny little debut when um, Lisa talks to her really quick and is like, Oh, how's it going or whatever. And she mentions like how many shifts that she had. The 16th shift. Yeah. But did you notice that um, like, I can't tell if they're like feeding them lines and they're writing this so well to like get into our heads or if this is like just happening like they say that it does. But did she really have to say that James Kennedy like gets like really Cheery-eyed. sad <laughs> and and then she gives like the analogy that well puppy dog. It's like when a puppy dog gets into your suitcase and wants to come. Like I felt like the next line could have been like, you know, like that puppy party that I threw. Like she had to mention puppies again yeah. because that's her brand. And um, Katie had to mention tequila. Stassi had to mention murder. Like they're all like in each scene, they're touching on each of their things. And then Stassi even cut a joke about Sheena's signature thing. Yeah. Like they are touching back to everything. I liked someone posted an article about uh, Ariana was interviewed and they're asking like, you know, who she likes. And she's like, no, I like Stassi as a person. She goes, but when it comes to Stassi as a brand, she's like, I think it's all like a facade because she, you know, come out guns a blazing for the TV camera. But when you call her out on it, like she crumbles like, yeah, I don't know. That was interesting because like sometimes I think I really like Stassi. I'm like, oh, I'm like her in some ways. But then I see this other side. Yeah, she's actually "Eh." that's. That's actually a really good point. She's built a brand that like possibly isn't authentic to her, which it, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. But I, I truly think there is more to her. And that's when I really like her. Um, when she's honest about those things where there's more to her. That's when I love Stassi. Yeah. And I don't know that she's figured out how to be authentic with her brand yet because it just hasn't like happened. When we talked and to her at the comedy store, she was very... Oh my God. Warm, kind, asked us questions. We were like shooting the shit on Southern Charm and it was fun and it was real. But even the way she spoke to us, like she spoke in like, she spoke slowly. She wasn't rushing us. Like there was no panic. It wasn't like someone hold my purse. Like it was like very not on brand for her. Right. And and that was a while ago because now she pretty much ropes herself off from even having those types of encounters. Yeah. Because 
again, like I feel like her authentic self comes out like when she's kind of at rock bottom. Yeah. And then she like builds back to like get her shell back around her or something. Yeah. Wow, that's really deep. <laughs> okay, so Okay, so I'm sorry I interrupted you. This part kind of irritated me just because of like the tone and the way they said it and I get it like so Bo and Stassi, they're kind of ripping on all everyone that got the houses, right? Because they're saying they all look the same and they're not wrong, but it's kind of like you're shitting on your friends, like huge, their, their first home, a new home, a huge, just, you know, it's like, you don't want to see your friends shitting on you, especially on camera, right? Like we're all going to talk like, Oh, I don't like their house or whatever, but it's on camera. And then I don't know something the way Stassi said, she's like, well, I mean, I haven't even seen like Ariana and Tom's or Jackson Britney's, but like, it basically looks like Tom and Katie's. And the way she said it, 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 it almost, if you guys didn't know better, it almost made it, it gave the implication like Tom and Katie had theirs first and the rest followed or copied. And it's like, no, no, let's not get this twisted. Tom and Ariana had theirs first. I don't know. And then Bo said something else again. He's like, oh, well, then I actually like Kristen's though. So again, by the way he said that phrase, Oh, you don't like the others? It suits her. <laughs> yeah, it just sounded a little condescending in the how they were talking about it. And I mean, I could it could also be like there's a little jealousy because everyone's gotten homes and they haven't yet. Um, although it looks I like just they think have it's a- like true. Like I, I just think it's like very personal to purchase a home. It's a huge accomplishment and one that we know that none of them had before. So it's -hmm. just weird how they're kind of like all ripping on each other and like so sensitive about it and they wouldn't be able to just like be happy for each other. It's very bizarre. Like even I am like completely on T Sandy's side about him saying like that Jax was one upping him. I could not imagine discussing a home with Jax. Yeah. But I didn't like how he was like, can't you just give me this one thing? It's like my it's like our wedding. It's like my house. Like, I feel like that was the case for all of them. I mean, it's Jax's first house. It's Brittany's first house. Like it's all like. But I feel like if Tom and Tom hadn't gotten the houses, Jax wouldn't have. He wouldn't have done anything. No, that one. It pushed him hard. He was on a podcast uh, like I think it was Jackie Schimmel's. It was like less than a year ago and maybe six months ago and he was like well what i really want is i want a condo in a valley in the valley and a house in palm springs and that's what he said he he's like houses are too expensive here in la i love palm springs so we'll have a condo here and then a house out there and then all of a sudden it's like oh once your friends do that it's like copycat but he is a one-upper you know yeah and i thought we heard that his school district was like really bad I don't know. There's a couple of you guys went to school in that area and you said that they weren't great school. Maybe his is slightly better than Tom and areas. I don't know. I don't, I mean, they're not, they're like a mile apart. So how big of a difference can it uh, be? Uh, I remember I was at Ronnie's acting class right in Jax's neighborhood and it was a huge freaking debate in that room about the schools. And, um, I was just sitting there listening to it, like rolling my eyes because, huh. um, yeah, it's like a and like they're very everyone that lives in the valley right there are like very competitive of like 
where they are, like the street they are, like it's like okay. a, it's a big deal. Oh, like Santa Monica. Oh, are you north or south of Wilshire? Oh, you're south. Oh, yeah. Or like even here, it'd be like are Hun- you- Huntington High versus um, Ocean View. Uh-huh. Like, oh, Ocean. It's like two miles away. Yeah, but it's like a world of a difference. Yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, I guess I can get it then. But <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, but. It- but I, I also didn't like how Jax was, like, using that as a weapon. Like, I totally get why T. Sandy was being, you know, feeling, like, attacked by that. Because it's like, oh, well, you don't need the space. You don't need the room. You're not going to have kids. You don't need the school thing. I do. So that's why I had to have a more expensive house yeah, than you. Yeah, I'm going to have to pay a lot more money. So Which that's... I really don't think they did. And that was the other thing I was thinking about with Stassi and Bo. It's like, well, all three of those couples and houses, they had the two show incomes to buy those houses, which explains why Kristen's was half the price of the couples because she only had her income. Right. Well, and we're really talking about Stassi. Probably Stassi makes a little more income than, um, you know, individuals just because of her side gigs, but like not to the level of double incomes. Right. So, and There's, she also spends pretty hard too. Like, it's, yeah, I, I don't think she's known as like a big saver. Yeah, and so I think it was like their own little dig because it's like, come on, we know Bo's not bringing in the equivalent of what you know the, yeah. the couples are, right? The other couples are, right? So, I mean, they're, the house that they're looking at, though, I mean, looks uh, is very charming and beautiful. If they get that one, um, I mean, honestly, I love their houses are all really really nice like it's well, yeah there's, there's nothing spacious pools yeah whatever. but like the it's just i find it kind of bizarre like they i wish they would have addressed it a little bit more on the show i wish they would have put the price tag up there so people are all around could know how much they paid for those houses that they're i mean they're great but it still was very very expensive like we're talking about like they are bona fide reality stars that have made money to get a multi-million dollar home. But a not, million dollar home. Well, they're more than that. Well, uh, yeah. But that's not actually anything though there in LA, even Orange County. I know, but the fact that they have come up from working at Sir. Yeah. And Oh, for sure. For sure. But just look around Every single house here is a million and a half. Yeah. And it's like, no one's a reality star here. So it's like, it's very common in LA, Orange County. The the real estate's just expensive. Right. Like the friend's house you've been to by, you know, by Tina's. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's a million and a half. Whatever, that's the, the latest assessment. But it's like... That's just normal there. Mm-hmm. So if you are a huge TV star, that's actually kind of low. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's a lot of a lot of money, but that's why it is where it is, right? You know, whether shopping cart people pushing shopping carts and bars on windows and you know, I don't know, but like I just it's still fantastic. It's impressive and good. Oh uh, no, absolutely. But I I do think that they like maybe rushed it a little bit moving to the valley and i think that i don't know like i i'd be stressed because not knowing how many more seasons and yeah how i much just ma'am on spirit she's really gonna pan out like i don't like to live somewhere that i don't 
love. And so I will look until I find something in the area that I want. Yeah. Like even the people that we're talking about, like found that neighborhood, found a smoking deal. And like, like you can, yeah. if you don't rush things or you're, you're at the right place in the right time, you know what like I mean? I think like Saucy and Bo have been doing mm-hmm. waiting for the right place, opportunity yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Well, on to the next. Okay. Um, okay. Well, this scene was boring to me. Like, Lala rolls up to Lisa's, and now is this her hand-me-down ra- Range Rover, or is this the new one? Once she found out, Randall gave her a hand-me-down from a previous girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she found out, and like, I want a new one. I think that one was white. This one's black. Yeah, didn't the girl who got it taken away, like, wasn't she in our group or something? Isn't that how we, how do we find out about that? She was on a podcast and told about it, uh, like a, it was a guy's podcast, like a sports or so. I don't remember. Yeah. To go back. But yeah, Randall had a girlfriend before Lala did the same MO. I I can get you uh, jobs on movies and, uh, oh, would you like it? Like slept with her and then the next day asked her if she wanted a Range Rover and she's like, mm, okay. Like, <laughs> it was like the exact MO, same thing. It's like he's, he's got his little script of... Like in my next life, I would like to experience something like that. Okay. With Randall? I, yeah, I think, I think you could do it. I think I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a no. <laughs> and I'm not being looksist. I am. I could not listen to La La. It's terrific Tuesday. I, I, I if he do it. like worshipped me and was like always super positive and like fun, I maybe I could do that. I don't know. But it, the voice is a lot. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a lot like mixed with like, it's almost like a male version of Katie, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then with the yelling, the. And then the embarrassment factor of like the bragging and then the selfies with celebs, like I'd just be mortified. <laughs> I just, I like yeah. anytime like we talk about him, I picture like how Lala finds it endearing like how is like because you you love someone so you overlook those things like i'm just wondering like at what level like maybe i don't understand love maybe i don't even know that there's like this other like threshold of love because and i mean next time chad annoys you i feel something little you you need to remember this and i feel the same way about britney and jacks like britney like how how do you look the other way when he has this appalling behavior Yeah, on Twitter or whatever? Like I, how do you find that still a good person and you go and like love into that? I just, yeah, it's hard for me. Yeah. It's not like it's a one-off here and there. Like, Oh, it's constant. Constant. Yeah. So they're talking about dogs and Lala's wearing like a tutu for a top. And then Lala's like, I thought the top was beautiful. Okay. Like, I loved the way it filmed. I loved the color. I thought it made her face. Like, I've been having a hard time with Lala, and I thought she looked really beautiful in this scene. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing that she looked pretty. Uh, I just, it was too much for me. But I know a lot of people in the group are going to like it because I just, I just know. I know my people. Why? 
Well, no, it's just like sometimes she wears things and some people go, I love it. And other people are like, oh my God, what is that? So yeah, yeah, there is always like it's both like that opinions. Edit- editorial yeah. thing. And sometimes it's like, okay, is it editorial or couturish or is it just like, fucking weird and stupid i liked i I, like raquel's dress totally i like that it was like a two-part look it looked great when she was sitting down from the neck up and her it like framed her face really pretty but then i liked when she walked in and she paired it with like some leather like joggers which is like random but it she can pull things off like that where you're like what the hell is that outfit but like she makes it look good yeah yeah so they're talking about dogs and then she's saying how she's been sober seven months and she's no longer the person that gets angry or aggressive or points fingers, which she does later in the episode. Yeah. The <laughs> As you pointed with out. With the exact same gusto. Right. With the finger pointed and the, don't you ever speak my name and blah, 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 like to Kristen. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. So she says she misses James and she's reaching out to him. So we'll see. Now, how are we feeling about the fact that she came over to talk to Lisa about um, anything that she could do to offer assistance at Vanderpump Dogs? Yeah, like um, scoop shit. and. So you're telling me like... Like I can't work at Sir because I ride on pjs now but i will come and shovel some dog well, poop because she, she needs a re- relevancy she, she needs a, a storyline re- she needs to have reason to be filmed well and what have we seen her do with vanderpump dogs on social media spoiler alert she had an exercise class yeah. she hosted an exercise class where there could be a maximum of 20 people and um they held like a little fundraiser where they could do a class and get to meet her, I guess. That was last month, right? Yeah. That was the day of Stassi's show. Yeah. So groundbreaking charity work. But they're not filming now, so. Did you see everyone was mic'd up at the premiere party? No. They are, they are. I don't know. Everyone had like 190,000 stories. It was like dot, 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 dot. I'm like, I just can't. And they were all the same stories. Their filming schedule is completely different now. Like they are. I think they're just constantly filming. Constantly. And then they'll just use what they use. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now with all the like Lala's wedding, Stassi's wedding. There's too much coming up. They can't, they can't miss it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Did you notice? I, I first noticed it with Brittany and then I later noticed it with Lala at least says, I just kept seeing a lot of this. Wait, with what? I'm sorry. Um, with Brittany and Lala. Like I, I noticed it with Brittany early on. I'm like, why does she keep putting her hand on her face? Like, like, you know, when you're going to rest your head on your palm of your hand mm-hmm. and your fingers are on your cheeks, but like there wasn't a, it didn't really suit the occasion, but I noticed Brittany kept doing it. I was like, Oh, she's showing her ring. And then I noticed Lala did it at Lisa's. I'm like, she kept putting her hand up to her face. I was like, oh, she's showing her ring. Really? Yeah. Really? I noticed it. I don't know. And I don't notice those things. I can never remember what finger or what hand the ring's supposed to go on, but I've been noticing it. Wow. I'll have to look for that. The other thing that was really sad that I noticed, because I know this is Jackson Brittany's and Katie and Tom's. I held out a little more hope for Kristen. I didn't know she also had the stupid friend's door frame. 
Did you see that when Stassi went over to her house? I did see that. <sighs> so they all have one? I mean, should we get one? <laughs> should we just join in? I mean... For a giveaway? Yeah, I think we should. I feel like... I think that will go faster than Peter Riffick Slot's hat. <laughs> okay. Anyone? Side note. Anyone? We have to talk about Peter Riffick. Bueller. Yeah. So... Peter Riffick, you know, has a slot game and Peter had messaged and given us a link so we could play the game. He wanted to get our feedback, which we, you know, downloaded the game. We played the game. We engaged. We tweeted it to you guys. We talked about it on our podcast because we're nice. Um, Well, let's rephrase. You did. (laughs) I'm a gambling addict, but I still didn't do it. And I'm poor, so I use the app. <laughs> um, th- and the apps just never like it. It actually just makes me mad, like that I'm not real gambling, and so it's <laughs> that's why. Yeah, right now, like I'm addicted to Candy Crush, which I know is like so like I did a, eight years a ago. gambling app way back when I lived in Santa Monica, and it made me mad because I'm like, why am I wasting my time doing this when I could do the real? It just triggered me, like, or it would like warm oh. me up, and like that was like there was um times like I would just it was like right after I met you, and like I got hyped again on gambling, and um I would just like leave at like like 11 o'clock at night and drive out to the casino by oh, myself and then you drive home. and i drive home at like three in the morning and chad would be like you're insane and my mom every time i go home so i was just home at christmas and she's like a solitaire freak but she likes her <sighs> I love solitaire she too. likes her special kind she's very particular because when i got her like a kindle i was trying to download like get it all set up for her She's like, oh, no, I like this kind of solitaire. I'm like, isn't it fucking... No, there's like ones where there's like different decks and stuff. It has to be like single deck. Yeah, she likes a particular kind. But every time I'm home, it drives me crazy because it triggers me. Because it's it's like, it's like, ding, ding. ding." Whatever the sound it makes, it sounds like a slot machine. And every time I walk by where she's playing, I'm like, I gotta go. I'm actually gotta go. I'm actually getting like twitchy right now, even (laughs) talking about it. Like I actually can feel the high. Oh, as are we're you talking still going about to Vegas? it, because I booked my twentieth, um, nineteenth to the twenty-first. Is that when you're going to be there? I'm going the twenty-third to the twenty. Oh. <gasps> There's a slot tournament that week. Something that, those dates. Okay, shoot, shoot. So we could have went to Vanderpump Gardens. Oh yeah. Well, I'll go with my friend. And report back. All right. And I think I'm going. I mean, we're staying way off strip, but um, okay. I think we're going to the foundation room. Actually, okay. Awesome. So, All okay, right. where were we? So Stassi gets to Kristen's, and she like kind of rips on her look. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like she looks terrible. Like at least I put a little blush on or something. She looks like she's been crying all day and. Quite frankly, I thought Kristen looked okay. Um, and I was like, well, don't call your friend out on that. And also, Stassi, I've seen some of your IG stories, and you don't always look polished. So I don't know. I thought Kristen looked okay. I kind of respect Kristen. Relatable. Yeah, here and also at Katie's party, she just went like no makeup, hair in a like back knot, and like just comfy outfit i'm like you're on tv and this is like i'm like 
respect, man. I because I I would be like, I need hair and makeup. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the rest of them do. Brittany for sure. Um, so I don't know. Anyways, that was that was my point. Relatable. Um, we kind of already talked about the whole relationship thing, and then Kristen kind of, you know, she calls her a liar and says she feels like she's, you know, not being honest. And then Kristen cries and says she just wants to be super judgy and go to lunch. And then Stassi, that just warms her heart because those are her favorite things, like brunch and talking shit. Um. Yeah. Again, yeah, I, I don't even know what to really say about this whole topic because it's I it's not making sense to me. So I can't I absolutely am not taking a side right now. I'm not really team Kristen and I'm not team Stassi, Lala, Katie, because they haven't earned that from me yet. Like yeah, uh, we need more. We need more. And yeah, yeah, that's it. Like that is not enough, producer Jerry. It did didn't work for me. Yeah. Okay, so we go over to the party. So, Katie and Tom are because we're homeowners now. We're hosting like super sophisticated parties, um, <laughs> which is why we're filling super soakers with vodka. <laughs> okay, that's it. So they have their party. Like, Tom, do you think? Do you think Katie like went on Pinterest to think of that idea? I think they got it from like Summer House. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tom, Tom's walking around in a disgusting moo moo. I can't believe we're homeowners. Like, they just seem like they would be like two of the worst hosts to ever like go to their house. Like, I could imagine going to their house and going, you know, he's like, this is my favorite bathroom. Like, I could imagine there not being toilet paper in there. See, I was thinking like, you know, I always know that one, like whether it's a neighbor or a family member or a friend where you're like, oh, you know, like which dish is Betty's? Because you're like, they're really dirty or something. Ew, yeah. Like, we had a neighbor like that. And we're like, oh, that, I won't say her name. I'll just call her Betty. Um, we're like, oh, avoid that one. Because their house was just like disgusting all the time and hoardery and dirty. And there was like, like my mom was there once and there was like a mouse in the toilet. Stop. Yeah. That is one of my biggest <laughs> fears, the mouse in the toilet thing. <laughs> Like, my mother-in-law has always told me a story that, like, she went to the bathroom once and, like, uh, a thing came up through the toilet oh. at night. Oh, God. And, like, it's... T- so, I always take my phone Maybe with me. Maybe that's in, what happened to Richard Gere. In the middle of the night, and I shine it in there, like, to make sure. Oh, you <laughs> And, like, I'm always, like, scared to, like, hear a noise I mean, or I w- something. I would do that in an outhouse. Well, I actually wouldn't shine it down because I would freak me out looking down there. But I think about things like that in an outhouse. Which is why I would prefer just to go in a bush than an outhouse. Yeah, same. But then I think like a snake's going to pop up and yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, we digress. So, okay, a bunch of people arrive. So Dana, the new person, arrives with Logan, our waiter from TomTom. Brett arrives with Sheena. You know what's funny? I just have to comment on this. Have you ever have you noticed that all the people that we meet 
that are kind of involved with Vanderpump rules, but not really. Like mm-hmm. like Brad by Brad. Brad, Rachel, Logan, um, any of the little side characters. Janet. Even Jeremy. Um Whenever we talk to them, they act like it's like no big deal or like, oh, I don't really know. I don't know what's going. I I don't care. I mean, yeah, I'm friends with them, but. mm, But they're so excited. But they are on the show and at every party and obviously included in every filming. So it's just bizarre. Like. And their IG stories. Like, I mean, Brad is like, hey, everyone. Like even someone said, I won't name who, but they're like, oh, don't you ever notice how Brad. Um. Manages to get in every shot, always right next to a cast member like Ariana or Tom or someone. Yeah. Like he he's angling at all times. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to get in. I'm going to get in. And it worked because it caused all of us to be like, who is Brad by Brad? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we wondered for I, years and that time I was standing outside talking to the triplets and Je- and he was standing next to me on the outside and then I hear Jack, hey, Brad. But he was not let in to the patio. He had to stay on the outside with me. And I'm like, and everyone. And I then I that's when I noticed he is in pictures with every cast member. I'm like, usually, it's like, what is he, Craig? No, and even Craig hated Sheena. It's like, this guy is friends with everyone. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. To- <laughs> Today, um, I posted a picture um, on our Instagram of our premiere party from last year. And uh, um, Brad by Brad was in one with um, Ariana. And it came time to tag it. And you know, like when you're in the store, you can't go back and like go look Mm -hmm. without like starting over again. And for the life of me, I couldn't remember Brad's name. I'm like, is it Tim Arnold Tom? Like, (laughs) so I'm like trying all these names. I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm not going to tag him because I don't care. I don't care. And so I just post as like, I noticed that I was like, F it. And then like, some of the people message, they're like, Brad by Brad. I'm like, (laughs) that's his name. Damn it. I think it's Brad Kearns, but yeah, it's Brad by Brad. Yeah, Brad by Brad. I'm like, how could I forget Brad by Brad? (laughs) God. Poor Brad. (laughs) Well, you and Heather really liked him. I I was like, "Mm, I thought he had an attitude. It was like, he was like the the girl Marsha Brady made over, and then she became too important for Marsha. I just, I got that vibe. I've had that vibe in the past, but that interaction was very pleasant. Okay, good. Cool. Yeah, like someone else that carries that vibe is Jesse, but Jesse is very nice in person. Yes, so I won't it's, judge. It's kind of yeah, but like you wouldn't know unless you break that barrier a little bit with him. And yeah. I, and I don't know. Maybe I just caught him on a good night or something. I don't know. Yeah, but he was he was nice. All right, so Peter and Dana. So Peter's like, ah, can I talk to you? Now that you're moving over to Sir, you know, I'm your boss. I'm going to be your manager. I just want to make sure nothing's weird. Everything's good. She's like, why would there be anything weird? Well, you know, we did hook up. No, we didn't. What are you talking about? At the Sky Bar, you know, in the Mondrian. We went up to the room. We went in the bathroom. Yeah, like I peed. Uh, No, we made out. Uh, no, you tried. And I like leaned away and like Jax confirms later on watch what happens. I was like, well, they did go in there and they were in there for like 10 minutes. Now we have heard from sources that they were in there. Maybe they weren't making out, 
Maybe they are drinking Pepsi. That is something we have heard that's been, you know, witnessed. Mm -hmm. So I think that I, I don't think Peter's a liar. I think he probably tried to, and she like humored him with like a half peck and he thought that was a makeout, but I think they were in there for 10 minutes drinking a, a Pepsi Cola. Yeah. I, I have a feeling a that it's like somewhere <laughs> like in between her version and his version. I I mean, Peter can be very flirty yeah, and he can be, you know, a little clueless. Yeah. It also does explain though, because you know, like Pepsi has a lot of caffeine in it, especially like when you drink it through a straw through your nose, um, why he doesn't have to sleep. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Although it doesn't look like he's really hitting the Pepsi right now. He had a different look this. I think um, he I think he does it when he parties and needs the caffeine to stay up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he's like a, a day-to-day cola drinker because, you know, that. Party. Who can be? That wears on you. <laughs> yeah, it wears on you. I think it's a, a party like, woo we're going to have root beer and Pepsi tonight. Yeah. You know, instead of just like sparkling water mm-hmm. every now and then you got to treat yourself like James and Raquel treated themselves last night to Pizza Hut and Cinnabon. I loved that. Yeah. Real. Relatable. I, and I love that they ordered themselves each a pizza. Yeah. Like that is a great relationship when was... you're like, you know what? I'm not going to do a two slice night. I want my own to like deal with. I, I like that. I was fascinated that it was Pizza Hut. I mean, it's West Hollywood. There's little pizza joints and like real pizza. But no, they went like basic bitch old school. Yeah. They might have been the only ones open, I suppose. But yeah. I'm not a big Pizza Hut fan. No, I hate it. It's like very sugary to me. Like it's the, very like I used to like it back in the day, but it's like yeah, me too. I think I it over- makes me sick. When yeah, I eat it. Me too. I uh, yeah. Chad actually likes Pizza Hut, and so he often like is like, "Let's get Pizza Hut," and I'm like, oh, "I can't." Yeah. And you know what? It's what he likes to order. It's so gross. Huh. He likes stuffed crust pizza. That's what Julia likes. She insists on it every time. I'm and like, I'm, I feel like puking. It's like eating like a, <laughs> a string cheese. <laughs> <laughs> And the pizza, which they also I mean, have those garlic knot crust things. It's just ridiculous the shit they come out. Just make a fucking pizza, like I don't know. Yeah, it's. But yeah, I, I don't. For some reason, like um, Pizza Hut has like a real sugar taste to me. I don't know. And I love sugar, but I like my pizza a little more. I think they did something in the last ten years, and they changed it where that something they made the crust sugary or starchy or like something changed because. It just started making me sick like 10 years ago. And I was like, I can't eat this. And I pinpointed it finally to that. I'm like, yeah, it's just, did you guys ever, did you guys ever used to go McDonald's, McDonald's, Kentucky fried chicken and pizza hut. What? (laughs) Like when you were a kid. McDonald's, McDonald's, Kentucky fried chicken and pizza hut. Didn't have any of those. Hut, pizza hut. (laughs) No. I'm like Britney with my little songs. But like, um, remember in that Charlize Theron movie? I love this fucking movie. Um, it's from, she's in Minnesota. And I mean, this is just so my town. Because she goes home to her small town. And he's like, oh, you know, we're getting a Chipotle, right? I mean, because literally, like, 
when my town got a subway, I heard about it for like 20 years. You know, you know, we got a subway, right? Did it make the beacon? Oh, it probably still makes the beacon. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I know. No, because we didn't. It, subway got there before McDonald's. Like I grew up with no fast food at all. You had to drive a half an hour. But in that movie with Charlie's there, and he's like, you know, we got a, uh, well, he says Chipotle, but uh, what did they call it? The Kotaco Hut or whatever. You know, when they had the Kentucky, the KFC, Taco Bell, and oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, Pizza Hut all in one. Yeah, they had they had one here, but they've changed them back. Okay, like the one on um by Home Depot and Magnolia. Yeah, that used to be a KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. So you could, it was like. This is too much. There's too yeah. many choices. Yeah, around our house, there was always Taco Bell and Pizza Hut, like together. Yeah, I love that because sometimes you want a personal pan pizza, sometimes you want a taco. The one on Beach and Garfield used to be that, but they just changed it back to Taco Bell. Huh? I think it was a good move because otherwise, people are you're waiting for those fucking pizzas to cook when you can just whip a taco together. You're right. Yeah. And they, they they went back to basics. That was a good move. And Taco Bell is really the wave of the future more than Pizza Hut is. Yeah. And Pizza Hut's going out. Yeah. <laughs> back to the show. Now I kind of want Pizza Hut. <laughs> Ugh, no, you'll get sick. Um, Especially if you're like not really doing carbs. That's really going to make you sick. Yeah. No, it always does. It's all like, it's like, but that's how Pizza Hut works. You think about it and you're like, that sounds good. And then you're like, let's order it. Then you order it and you're like, oh, oh, you know how expensive it is now too? Because um, my friend ordered, I was like, holy shit. You used to think, well, that's cheap, fast. I don't have to get up. Yeah. Right? Yes. And it's not like DoorDash where I'm going to end up spending $70 because with all the taxes, fees, tips, yeah. blah, 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 delivery fees. No, all those places charge now. It's like a five ninety nine delivery. Oh, I know. Then your tax and then your tip. So you you think, you know, the commercial says nine ninety nine. Uh yeah, that's for like a basic bitch pizza. If you pick it up <laughs> the the shit is like fifteen dollars just for the processing. And then you got the other fifteen to thirty on pizzas. I can't. <laughs> very expensive why would i waste 40 dollars on pizza hut when i could actually get like i know a good fucking pizza for 20 dollars. i go through that like a lot like i'm like what should i get to eat and then like i'll go through and like i'll do like a takeout um estimate and then i'll do a pizza estimate and i'm like and then i end up just like not eating because i'm like forget it like this mm-hmm. is i'm just gonna go get it myself and then i won't go get it myself so then i'll like go eat like a string cheese or something and yeah. call it a night that's pretty much what i do yeah a good option is like going to Mod Pizza or what Blaze or like there's a Mod Pizza at Seacliff, but Blaze is another one. They make a nice, really thin crust, but it's like a Subway, right? Mm-hmm. And they make it super fast and it's good. It's light. Not into that. Really? Like I've had like their keto pizza and stuff and I don't know. I haven't just, tried that. It doesn't hit the spot for me. Okay. It's too see like you like that sort of thing like the real authentic tasting stuff and I love the I don't love Pizza Hut but I like that you might maybe like deep dish pizza no like BJ's mm, I don't like the big chunks of tomatoes oh but I mean like crust wise or yeah I like a thinner like New York style I like a thin crust yeah okay. I mean the, a pizza that we do agree on is the Vegas one Grimaldi's yes. <sighs> I am with you on that one. Yeah. 
Okay, that was a great pizza topic. Let's move on. <laughs> We're just like Raquel. <laughs> so Sheena says she's going to Palm Springs with Max next weekend, like friends, because they're best friends. Well, you're the very best friend I ever did have. Um, just like she was best friends with Adam. She's best friends with Max, and it's just making Dana very uncomfortable. She's like, oh, great, great, fantastic. They're going to Palm Springs. I just fucked him last night. It's like, calm down. They're not, they're just friends now. He's going commando right now because his, his underwear are on my floor. Yeah. Now, what what did you think of her? Are we liking her? I I mean, I do. I just thought she came out of the gate a little and that, I know now I have you in my head. That's editing, Sarah. They probably was a whole buildup and they just cut it out to cut to the chase. Like, let's create scandals instantly, you know, like we're so impatient that we can't wait for the buildup. I feel like she, her and Max both came out too, and Brett too strong, too quick to like create a scandal and a name for themselves to like try and secure a season nine for themselves. You know, like Brett's bullshit about Sheena's kissing Dana, like coming. Hey, you guys, guess what? I slept with Max last night. It was like it wasn't even a, a proper buildup. Right. And then Max, like so quickly throwing Sheena under the bus, like, oh, she, uh, she I was just with her all the time and I didn't want to be. And she's boy crazy. Let's just, just like calm down. You know what? And I just I find it highly unbelievable that they would have that combo in an open floor planned kitchen right amongst every single person that was there like yeah i mean if i was going to talk about someone i would like carefully say it to someone quietly like in the backyard i wouldn't be by the refrigerator mic'd up in in front of the island and being like yeah i don't know sheena's i don't know she's kind of desperate and like (laughs) dumb and clingy And then Katie and her butterfly clip are standing there and are like, (laughs) (laughs) your face is just like hers right now. That's what she was doing. Like it was like the camera, like like the cameraman even tried to be nice to her at first. They made it to where like um, the guys were in focus and Katie was out of focus. But then they just, they straightened that focus up and it went right in on Katie's dumb face. Um, (laughs) Just, you know. Like, yeah. I, I truly feel like they're like, okay, Katie, I need you to go stand over there by your island and the guys are going to start t- start talking and I want you to act like you're listening, but you hear them talking about your really good friend, Sheena, and you don't know if you're laughing at it or if you're protective over her. Okay, ready, go. And then she, um, Katie goes over there and she's like, <laughs> like, it, it was just like. You guys can't see my face because I'm podcasting. But but, it looks just like hers. But I'm like convulsing because that's what Katie was doing. Well, and she doesn't care that much about Sheena. You know, inside she's secretly laughing that they're making fun of Sheena. She was. But But she wants to be in the shot. But then she She goes over to Sheena being like a two-faced little bee and acts like, you know, she she needs a storyline. Sheena's like, what's going on? What are they saying? Well, well, they're saying that you're bully crazy. And the like... You're attached to their hip and you won't leave them alone. So then Sheena goes over and, you know, confronts them, which I'm glad she did. Good for her. And she, in that moment, like, Sheena acted like what Sheena needs to act like the entire time where she steps into, well, this 
full circle kind of like her song that she did like a boss bitch you know it was like yeah. okay like i almost felt like she like she was some balls and called them out she was almost like she is nowhere near a cougar but it's the only way i can like i feel like i can describe it like she was like the older more mature like hot woman talking to these little boys and it was like she was like whipping them like boys stand in line you know like it and they really did like they uh, they fell all over themselves they apologized and yeah she didn't come in crazy she came in like why would you say these things about me? That's I've been nothing but nice to you. That's hurtful. And like, and right I away, thought we are friends. Yeah. And right away, they both softened up and were like, oh, my God. And then I thought she was doing so well, but then she got really emotional. Yeah. And then that kind of like threw the whole and then like the whole thing kind of tumbled down. But her original like when she came in guns blazing, I was like, yes, Sheena, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad she did it and didn't yeah. just try to like please them and be like, it's okay. I mean, she gave in too quickly and forgave too quickly, but like, at least she said it. And you know what though, at, in her defense, she didn't know exactly what they said. She only heard a little bit of what Katie said. Probably when she rewatches and sees their exact words, she's going to be real happy about it. Mm-mm. Just like she wasn't happy about that. Um, I, th- I think I heard what Brittany said. I heard it on her podcast. Like I said last week, that she wasn't happy, you know, she, here she cast Brett as her lead model in her video and everything. So I think Brittany said she's going to reshoot that video. Yeah, that's crazy. Good. Dump that. Don't give that bitch boy any attention. Fuck him. Dick. Can we take a tiny break? Because I need to charge yeah. my phone really quick. And we're back. So we saw Peter drinking out of what was that? Would you, you call that a truffle bowl? like a punch bowl no like like what are what is that ridiculous dish called where like you put like a little bit of cake and a little bit of um whipped cream and then a little bit of cake and some bananas and some strawberries oh like a parfait yes you you know but like the big dish like when you're like like that's what that thing was (laughs) it was not it wasn't like a funny wine glass it was like a punch bowl it was well or yeah it's weird it has to be what i'm saying it was like a giant. Like, like Diane has diffuser. one of those. Yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, he was drinking straight from the bottles too. But I mean, so uh, Peter is still trying to give us comedy relief. Season eight, um, you know, no wonder he thinks. You know, like when we were talking to him, he's like, you know, I've I've been in this game for a long time. I've been with the show for a long. You know, Lisa really values me, and like me and Sarah were looking at each other like. This is something something. doesn't add up. Wait, did we talk about Peterific slots? Did we finish our thought process of that? Oh, no. And how it. Yeah. Okay. So back to Peterific slots. So (laughs) it's the slot game on your phone. Well, today, Sarah tags me in a post in our group and she's like, Holly, question mark. So I'm reading the post and it says, hey, like something seems to be wrong with Peter's app. It hasn't loaded for over 24 hours. So, um. It was like early in the morning when I saw the message. And so I'm like, I don't even want to open this app. But here I go. So I click it open. And the first thing it does is like, you know, when you go onto your iPhone and like there's like a game center, like it's this like part of like the Apple phone or something. So it made me log into my game center, which I only play like one other game. So I was like, this is weird. And it felt like a little um, like when you're getting hacked. 
You know what I mean? Like oh, it, it felt yeah. like a step. Like I've never had to take this step. What's going on? Yeah. The, like it was fishing. So then um, it did the same exact thing that the um, person said in our group. It said loading. So I'm like, Something happened and like I closed it or whatever. I came back. It's still loading. It doesn't say like, we'll be back later or, um, you know, this app has like it was just relaunching in March. It just looked like it was glitching. Yeah. So um, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to message Peter and see what's going on because he should answer because we've promoted this to our listeners, whatever. Yeah. So I message him. I DM him on Instagram. I'm like, hey, Peter. Um, you know, I'm trying to play your app and it's not working. Is something going on? And, um, he replies back. It took him like an hour or something, but he's like, oh yeah, um, it's not working. We're relaunching in March. (laughs) And it's like, maybe you should do a better job of saying that and tell us like we can delete it or something because I deleted it so fast. It's like, goodbye, Peterific. Like, you're not going to sit on my phone loading. He had a billboard in LA he had a step and repeat at like (laughs) wrestling events like he he still has it as his Instagram main page it says Peterific slots it's like you can't be promoting something that is non-existent people will not go back and it you can't promote something that should have never existed (laughs) well and now he's moved on to freaking candles like he needs to pick a lane and stay in it or hair it's hair, what happened to Harrow? It's candles. It's it's apps. It's, it's a map of the app. Produ- the, oh, the map of the casino. Yeah, casino map scout. App. Casino yeah. scout. What happened to casino scout? What happened to Harrow? What happened to your movie producing career? What happened to you? Peter? It sounds like maybe if you got like a little more rest, like maybe like you, you could, could focus. focus on one thing, and I could focus great after that fourteen hours of sleep. I truly think that's maybe like what he's missing in he's his like, life. Yeah. Maybe 2020 should, they like, should slow down a little. Focus. And focus. Like, complete. I don't know. Take Start with eight hours a night. No one's going to go back to the app after this big push. No, I d- it's like, gone. It's over. Like, even stop. if he asks me to play it again, I will not. Like, I could have used Casino Scouts trying to get out of Caesars, but no. No. After teasing and taunting for a year, it still doesn't exist. Like, do you think, you know how Lisa, like, pretends to be proud of each of the kids, like, if they do something? Do you think that she, like, patted Peter on the back and was like, Peter, I'm so proud of Peterific slots. Let me load it onto my phone. <laughs> Peterific. Peterific. <laughs> it's like, who's Peter? Oh, The Bachelor? Oh, well, okay. So we move on to Lala schooling Carter and lecturing him like, what What are you doing? Because Kristen's crying and it just seems like you've latched on and you're like, oh, baby girl's got a job. She's paying my bills. And, and then they pan to Lala's confessional. She's like, ah, I'm sorry. Like, what the hell does Carter do for Christian? Like, I get it. Like being like making less money than your partner, but like I run a household and I give fantastic BJs. What the hell does Carter do? It's like, well, maybe he also fucks Christian the way you fuck Randall. So then, Hey, same. So you can't really rip on him. Um, 
I don't know. He takes care of her dogs. He takes care of the household, maybe. I don't know, but it's really none of your business. And also, like, when she later called, when she was going off on Kristen, and she's like, I'm not letting that sugar mama talk to me. Like, condescend, like, what was that movie? You don't be condescending me or whatever. He said it in the wrong. I, I don't know. I just saw something. I can't remember. I'm digressing. But, um, when she's like, I'm not going to let that sugar mama. And I'm like, easy there. Because you have a sugar daddy. So don't be dissing the sugar mama. Like, are we equal opportunity people now? Or are we not? Is it okay to have a sugar daddy, but not a sugar mama? And how about like you worry about yourself and let Kristen worry about hers? Yes. I don't know. Um, I was highly triggered by the fact that Lala chose to approach Carter the way that she did. It felt um, like I was just uncomfortable. As soon as she walked up, the way she started the conversation, um, it was just, it was, it just seemed so out of place. And Carter's face even like kind of told that he's like, why are you talking? Like, I thought we were just going to say what's up and now you're going to act like, you yeah. know, why do I have to answer to you? Why I are mean, you every me? season this happens where someone, whether it be Kristen or Katie or Christina Kelly or someone, someone has to do the bidding of whoever the queen bees are at the moment. So right now it's Katie and Stassi. So Lala on behalf of them is picking a fight and Katie is looking on like a proud mother Mm -hmm. and um, Kristen's horrified because she has seen this before and Lala is performing at the best as she can reciting exactly what Stassi and Katie want her to say and repeating their little catchphrases that is completely pissing off Carter because he knows how they are. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we've all had that friend. We've talked about this many times on this podcast. We've all had that friend that is with someone that we maybe don't like. And is it fun to go out with that person? No. Like, most of the time, like, Sarah and I had a mutual friend where, like, we didn't like their significant other. When you hear that they're going, you're like, oh, because you know that your friend is going to act differently around them. It's not going to be the same thing. Like, there's... There's like a, there's a problem, but I don't know. I, I guess I haven't gone through it in the way that I would cut Kristen out or like literally go up and start a fight with Carter about it. Like what was Lala hoping to accomplish? Was she hoping that he would say, you know what, Lala, you're right. I'm going to stop taking money from Kristen. I'm going to move out and I'm going to let her go because I'm not the right one for her. I don't care about her. And I didn't realize that I was causing this problem for you, Katie and Stassi. Like, what did, like... And it seems like he's there for Kristen more than they have been. Yeah, and like, and Kristen's not like, thank you so much for standing up for me. Like, I just couldn't find my voice to talk to him. Like, that doesn't seem... Yeah. Actually, what does seem like the case is it seems like Kristen doesn't know how to act like she in a way she wants to run to Carter and like and have him be accepted and liked by her friends but then when she sees her friends she has to act like she's bothered that Carter's there yeah like she truly just she needs did. to she needs to just stand up for herself and say you guys I'm in love with him deal with it and then everyone would or 
So if that's what it is, maybe it is annoying. I don't know. Yeah, but then you just be like what they did in what season two, season three, when they were in Arrowhead and they told Kristen, look, we don't want to hear it anymore about you and Sandoval. Yes. Ball. So we're still your friend, it is feeling, but we're not going to listen to you anymore. Yes, it is feeling like a repeated yeah. cycle where she had a really hard time of letting go of T. Sandy. And I mean, she dragged James through that and she dragged us, the viewers, through that. And, you know, if we're possibly seeing that a lesson hasn't been learned, if that's what the producers are showing us, then I guess I get it. Still, I wouldn't like end a friendship over it, though. Yeah, maybe you distance yourself. You don't do couple things anymore. You'd be like, look, we don't want to be around you if you guys are fighting. I never hear about them fighting, though, the way her and T. Sandy fought. But it's just more like they think he's mooching off her. I mean, I also I also have like a very like new close friend that I cannot stand their significant other. And um, it's kind of like a known thing among the, like the group of friends that no one can stand this person and we just don't talk about it. It's like a shame. Yeah. It's like oh, you right, just, you, you just don't, um, you don't bring it up, you yeah. know, like you everything and everyone just knows just, yeah, you're not going to get that from this person. So just move on. That's how I feel about Chad. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, well, it's just like, I crave honesty. We kind of already talked about that. I love the little background scene of um, just classic VPR, Rachel O'Brien shown and her mouth is moving. But again, she's muted. I, I like the consistency. I do too. Um, I also noticed that in between, you know, each season, I feel like production kind of like steps it up in a new way where like, I feel like season five, like they introduced drones and it was like a really like new feeling of them like flying through West Hollywood. This time I feel like they maybe got a little bit lazy. I saw a, a two weird mistakes. Oh, yeah. um, well, the fir- the second one is a mistake. The first thing I saw is when they're touring through Valley Village, showing us where the houses are and like kind of trying to tell us the distance between them, I guess. The footage that they took, they literally, it looks like it was taken off of an iPhone shooting out the window of a car and the reflection is reflecting back of like three people sitting in a car. Like, I don't understand why the window couldn't be rolled down and then they silence the audio and put music over it like they already did. Like, it's a horrible shot. And, like, they're going down the street and, like, repeats two houses. It's a very bizarre shot. It reminded me when I did the 12 days thing when I couldn't get the audio overlay and so I did your trick. Yeah. Like, the old, you know? Yes. Um, And I was like, okay, I got it. Perfect perfectly aligned and then i get to the end when my slideshow screen goes black Mm -hmm. and then there is my reflection and i'll oh god oh yeah so then i did it again i had to try to get it all perfect and try to press play on like three different components yeah two cell phones and a laptop pressing play at the same time you don't have enough digits let me tell you that no and then to try and do it sitting sideways like I'm leaning over sideways horizontal right now so that I'm out of the laptop reflection yeah that's a lot it 
so that reminds me of that exactly. And I know what they did. They shot through the window. Well, it's just bizarre that like editing wouldn't capture that. And then the other thing that they did in the beginning of the episode and the middle was they did a transition shot where they like took the camera and spun it. So like you go upside, it's a, and it was like, it was a very bizarre shot. I don't think it, it didn't feel cutting edge to me. It just felt like. You know, like when you can like when you're in computer class and like you make the screen like go like, yeah, like a cube. Yeah. Paragon. Yeah. Kind of thing. All right. So what did um, so then Max and Dana, they're talking about how attracted they are to each other. And but she's worried about Sheena and blah, blah, blah. She confronts Max and he's like, we're just friends. But she's like, I don't know what it is. He just makes me Twitter pated. Like, what is that? Have you heard that before? Well, now I have to Google it. Twitter pated. I mean, I have an idea, but I don't want to say it. Mm, that would be with an A, not an I. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, you're looking that up. Twitter pated, infatuated or obsessed. It's a real word? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, good for In you. In a state of nervous excitement. But it's not like a new word, like an urban dictionary word. It's like a legit, like in the dictionary. From Oxford. Huh. Okay. My bad. Good on Dana. All right. Well, so then we talk about, yeah, Jax. I'm going to spend more money than Tom. But Jax is confronting T. Sandy on how he hasn't been there. He hasn't even texted him to see how he's doing, if he needs help. And T. Sandy's like, dude, I totally did. I texted you, hey, man, like I gave you the one week and I couldn't do anything. And like, that's when you scheduled something and no one even told me or involved me. I'm going to see my mom, okay, on, on Mother's Day. And I did ask you how you're doing and if I can help with anything. And Jack's like, nope, nope, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And T. Sandy's like, dude, right here. And so T. Sandy produces his receipts via text. And then Jack's the liar. That, that was really great. And oh, it just, oh, oh I, I, I don't think I saw that. I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> of course you didn't, Jax. Yeah. So he's like, well, fine then. I thought that T. Sandy handled this moment with grace and maturity. And he didn't bot like he wasn't up on his high horse. Like sometimes T. Sandy will really get to me and like even push me to be on like Jax's side in something like this. But I thought he handled this really well. He calmly talked to Jax. He didn't get Mm -hmm. mad. He stayed respectful like about his wedding and like still tried to make him feel like he's important. And this like it was be an honor. It was nice. And um, which I don't know if he really, you know, like even if he didn't mean that it was a nice thing to say. And that's how T. Sandy is. Yeah. Um, he rises above. Yeah, so I liked that. I liked this little... In- he caught Jax, but he didn't like rub it in. And like, imagine if Jax had caught T. Sandy doing that. It would have been like a whole thing. Well, just like we see in the preview of like next week. Like he rants and raves on about like whatever he thinks he knows. Yeah. And they still... You can tell them by the end, what, watch what happens live. Like it's very clear there's a divide now. And it's... It's pretty clear, and I think Jack's even said this, that they don't talk to T. Sandy and Ariana anymore. And that's pretty clear. Like, I think they have to be civil and polite at the, these mutual social events they mm-hmm. have to attend, but they're just really not friends. And it was very clear on Watch What Happens, both on Brittany's part and Jax's part, just the way they answered questions. 
like calling Ariana like the shady one or who's the cutest couple, Tom and Katie or Tom and Ariana. Not that they have to say Tom and Ariana or Tom and Katie, but they were both so fast and together in unison. Tom and Katie. And then everything was just like, who is the biggest problem or meltdown? Drama queen, Sandoval, Sandoval, Sandoval. They were just roasting both of them quite a bit and uh i just am a little disappointed that everybody is kind of in their box that we assumed that they would be t sandy is in in his box of he is like kind of like the male problem of the show there's Jax who is the like the villain but we're still rooting for him and then there's t sandy Who's still rooting for him name one person all of the the <laughs> viewers that are give me one name <laughs> Emmanuel, Emmanuel. <laughs> okay wand but you know what I mean he is a fan favorite he truly is like the show has gone on eight seasons and it is Jax is one of the reasons for yeah. sure yeah um people love to hate him you know he's yeah, like that yeah, yeah I'll give him that um and for T Sandy like he's no one's well Sorry, Heather. But like, he's like, he's not going to lead. <laughs> no one's the, hero. He's not going to lead the show as being like. He, he is the as close as we come to the moral compass of, you know, what we all would aspire to be. We don't necessarily aspire. Ex- yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that exactly. So he's in his box, but that moral compass pisses a lot of people off. And that's exactly right. what's happening. And Ariana is Doesn't also. Really James off, though. He's no, the one that accepts his moral compass. James enjoys a mentor. He looks like, uh, like he looks up to Sandoval like he looks up to Lisa. Yes, so, which I I like that. Yeah, and you then, know, and then um, yeah, everyone has their little Schwartz. Oh, I don't think I can be the best man. That's that's, that's much, overwhelming. Bubba. Too much pressure. And then even Jacks. No, he can't handle himself. I'm going to have to upgrade Bo or Randall. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, so again, on Watch What Happens, Jax confirms he doesn't like any of the new people. And Brittany's like, yes, you do. You like Brett and Max and Dana. He's like, I don't know, Dana. No, no. She's like, well, I like Dana. But she didn't say the other girls. So I think there's a real divide. And you can see it on social media. And you can see it at recent events. Even the one that I was at. It's kind of like... Danica and Sheena and Ariana. Um, and then Dana tends to go to both sides. Yeah. But then there's the whole Lala Stassi. It's the witches of WeHo with the Britney edition, but Lala is swapped in for Kristen. So Kristen's more on Sheena, Ariana, Danica. Yeah. And then I don't know, even know where the, the boys fit in because obviously the max he goes with both toms um it's interesting though um because in this season we know we have the jackson Brittany wedding which everyone is going to have to come together on and there's going to be a problem because they all don't get along so it's going to be great tv um and then we have you know jacks that has to join into the festivities for stassi's and you know, everyone was celebrating Jax for his wedding. He's going to have to like really get in there and support Stassi and Bo and be a good guest. Well, first and, Lala and Randall first. Yeah. For some reason, that one doesn't count to me. But he's in the wedding. 
<laughs> We're going to see him. It's just not the same. Yeah. Wonder if it'll be filmed. Okay. Jax came up with this poll for Watch What Happens Live. And I really give him credit for doing this poll. I think it's he, it was his idea. He's like, I know what everyone's saying. How many, how long is this marriage going to last? And that is funny because that is what everyone bets on. And so they did the poll and Brittany's like, gay, 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 forever, forever, forever. And then it lands on seven and then it scrolls back to six and Andy's freaking out like, oh my God, you're losing. You're going downwards. It's okay. It kind of hovers over six and Jax is like, uh, that's okay. That's good. I'll take that. Six is good. And I'm like, what wife wants to hear like six, six years. That's a, that's a good run. Like that's fine. And he was totally happy with that number. I was like, what the fuck? She's like, no, Jax, you're supposed to go for forever. You need to keep cheering forever. And he's like, I'm fine with this six. And then you said, cause that's how long his contract is. Yeah. I mean, I've always had my suspicions about Jax and Brittany. Like I, I, I talked about it earlier. I don't understand how someone like Brittany could be with someone like Jax. Like how you could eat that much crow all the time. Yeah. Um. And and the sticky feet. Like- and and like how quickly she rose to being on the show. Like her position. I don't know, but then, well, I, but then, a, but, no, she did it. She did, she did, uh, Katie Holmes, Tom Cruise. Yeah. I mean, it was probably worth it. Look, she's got, she's making bank. No, totally. I got I, a great future. She's America's sweetheart. I absolutely think it's worth it. She would be the bachelorette before they would pick China because yeah. she's America's sweetheart. So she really set herself up. So really kind of like a Katie Holmes sitch. Yeah. And I don't, you know, well, I guess. I don't, I don't really know about them, but because I do like the way she got out. Yeah. It was cool. I thought it was interesting when Andy asked, who, which couple would you prefer to hang out with, Stassi and Bo or Lala and Randall? And Brittany yells out, Lala and Randall. And Jack goes, Stassi and Bo. And like, Brittany gave him a look. I just saw her like flinch a or little bit. Flinch a little bit. So then we were, Ollie and I were talking because we're like, you know, if Stasi came back and was like, Jax, you know, it really is us. We made this show. We, I think we are destined to be together. Like, I really, truly think it would give Jax pause. And I think he would be conflicted. And I, I can see the fight with him and Brittany going, Brittany, Right. Come on, Brittany. She was here first. You just have to understand. I'm conflicted. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It's like, uh, why can't I love you both? Just let me figure this out. Like, I think there would be a problem if Stassi actually came back and like professed her love to Jax and said, I think we're actually meant. I think he would. It would. What if Laura Lee? Him. What if Laura Lee came back and said that? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for a... Or what if like any of them, any of his exes, it, it would only be St- Stassi was the one. No, that's why I think he said Stassi and Bo because he's still in love with her. And that's why he was there when they're dueling IG stories. I think he's just like, he was mad, but not mad. He's like, Stassi, 
He's like, just give this to me. He's like, you have more followers than me. Like he's in love and impressed with her still. Like in some level, like to some degree, he still has this thing. Yeah. For Stassi. And I'm not saying he's acting on it, but in his mind and probably in his little fantasies, it's still a thing. Yeah. I don't think it is for her, but I think it is for him. Yeah. Oh, no, I I agree with you. (laughs) I wish we could convince her just to do that just for entertainment purposes. Yes. Wouldn't that be interesting if she actually did it just to fuck with them? And then he'd be like, that would be that would be bleeding out for the show. That's the type of bleeding we want to see. (laughs) Like, that would be the best prank. And you know what? Just do it for payback on all the shit and torture he's caused everyone. Like, fans, cast members, yourself. Just payback. Like, practical joke him. Yeah, revenge. It's like murder-esque. Yeah. Yeah, make him look like a fool. The way he makes everyone else look like a fool. Like, it's payback. It's due. Give this to us, please, Stassi. Yes. I will call you my queen if you do this for us. <laughs> I will. And I will never say anything about your sweetheart jumpers ever again. As she's wearing again in her confessional, another color. Cool. Add to the rainbow. I will stop. I will stop on this. Please give this to us. April Fool's Day will work. Any any day could be punked day. Any day can be counted camera. Just please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all I have. Me too. All right. We're excited for next week. Okay. So that's the end of episode one. I'm excited for next week. I think it's going to be good. I'm feeling good about the season. It's fun so far. So let's do it. Okay. Bye. Bye.